This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. Hey everyone, this is Billy Carson, also known as Forbidden Knowledge, another great Forbidden Knowledge podcast. I have a phenomenal, phenomenal guest with me today. Dr. Stephen Greer is here. And Dr. Stephen Greer is an American ufologist and retired traumatologist. Dr. Greer founded the Center for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence and the Disclosure Project. Dr. Greer has also gone to great lengths to expose classified UFO information. You may have seen some of his work. He's got a few projects out there you probably saw on Amazon Prime and maybe some other locations as well. The Day Before Disclosure, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Contact Has Begun, Unacknowledged, and many more. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Greer. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. Yeah, man. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I, I can really consider you like a high level, uh, you know, uh, person on my show because um, it's not that other people don't have great information, but the information that you're going to, that you're bringing to the world to me is so important because I really believe that disclosure is the ultimate thing that's going to help to totally free mankind. Well, that's right. And the reason I left my career as an emergency doctor, it was a few years ago, is because, uh, you know, after I had done the briefings for the Clinton administration and, and, and his CIA director, uh, we realized that the entire clandestine operations related to the subject had been run illegally and unconstitutionally. Mm. And we found out there were two big reasons for that. Mm. The first is technological, that there are technologies that would liberate uh, all of, of our civilization from uh, what I call the sort of macroeconomic slavery mm. of the zero-sum game of uh, oil, gas, coal, uh, paucity, uh, poverty, et cetera, and that the technologies that are behind how UFOs operate have been figured out and have been operational since literally before I was born. <laughs> and so when I discovered that, I said, well, this is a crime against humanity. And then I also realized that the other part of it that was a, a bit more concerning, believe it or not, was that I was read into or briefed on projects that people had operational mm. that were hoaxing a threat from outer space. And that I uh, learned this in the 90s, almost 30 years ago. And that it's, uh, at some point that would go into the mainstream media and then the government of the United States would lead the way in presenting false evidence that there's a threat from outer space. And you and I have been witnessing this in the mainstream media uh, and comments that are coming out of uh, the, the government uh, about this quote unquote threat to the national security related to UFOs or UAPs or whatever the faddish term they're using now. Mm 
So that is actually more dangerous than the fact that we're destroying the biosphere by not having these uh, zero point and other technologies released. So um, I have done briefings for every president since Bill Clinton and have worked on this. I have a team of now about 980 top secret military and, and corporate folks who, who give me documents, evidence, what have you. And what I decided is that since the mainstream media, and it's great that you have an alternative media outlet like, like your show, yeah. uh, that they're only going to report what the uh, handlers that they have yeah. from the intelligence community tell them to report. Right. And with the spin that they are uh, pres prescribed to spin, i.e. it's got to be scary, it's got to be a threat. Always a threat, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that, those two big aspects of the secrecy, uh, you're never going to see in the mainstream news because the mainstream news media, as you know from constitutional and civil rights attorney uh, Daniel Sheehan, he said that when he was doing the Pentagon Papers, he saw a document that listed 42 uh, of the top uh, national security editors uh, media in the United States and around the world that were directly on the payroll of the CIA. And, and that's why you never get the actual real story in the mainstream media. They are actually uh, not free to cover it. Yeah. And so it means that people like you and me and, and others, and luckily now I have a lot of uh, celebrity supporters like Demi Lovato and others who are getting our word out um, to help get this information to the public uh, and move around the mainstream media that has, uh, to the extent that they're disclosing this at all, your, your audience needs to understand it's a false disclosure. Right. Yeah, that's what I've seen. So every time I see these, uh, you know, these releases of documents and classified documents and information and, and, and radar images, they always back it up with, it's a, it's a threat to our national security. It's a threat to our nukes. It's a threat to you know, the war machine. Uh, we're dealing with a civilization or civilizations that are so far ahead of us, we could have been destroyed with the snap of a finger, and yet we're still here. That's right. Yeah, and, and this is something that, you know, just common sense science, I'm a scientist. Yeah. And uh, what I, when I look at the, the sort of, uh, and by the way, I never call myself a ufologist because I don't okay. think such a thing exists. Okay. Um, is that we, we deal in a time where people are not engaging in critical thinking. I think you and I talked about this privately on a call. And by that, I mean, what does it mean that there are civilizations visiting us? It means that they have to go beyond the speed of light. It means that their technologies and physics are so advanced that if in fact they were hostile, mm -hmm. uh, it would have been all over the instant we detonated that first atomic weapon at the Trinity site in 1945. Right. Because when we detonate atomic and nuclear weapons, it actually tears the fabric of space time not linearly, but in a entangled physics way, meaning that it has effects that are beyond the speed of light and crosses dimensions. Yeah. And this is all gonna come out in a case that we're working on, on this big 20 year anniversary of the disclosure project. Uh, I mean, I don't know if all your listeners know, I'm the father of the global disclosure movement. Um, and what had become a series of private briefing initiatives before the president and members of Congress and the CIA director back in the early 90s, um, when we realized that they were not going to do anything to help disclose this issue properly, mm -hmm. we started the disclosure project. And in May, 
of 2001, we did the Global Disclosure Project National Press Club event, mm -hmm. which you can see on my YouTube site. It's youtube.com slash Dr. Stephen Greer 55. And that's the year I was born, 1955. Getting up there. So what I, what I, what I tell people is that that event was eventually seen by around a billion people mm -hmm. and then got taken down out of the media. The first hour of it was electronically jammed yeah. by the National Security Agency that the night before my team saw agents on that building putting electronic warfare systems up. Mm. That is a true story. And I'll talk about it often, but your audience might understand that that's how that game is played. And so on April 25th, of this year, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the 20th anniversary celebration. Um, and we're doing it at a, at a private venue in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm -hmm. And uh, people who want to join us by webinar, uh, I think my wife sent you the link, but uh, you can find out about it, seriousdisclosure.com. That's uh, my main website, S-I-R-I-U-S, like the star system, disclosure.com. And seriousdisclosure.com, you can also sign up, get a free newsletter. Everything on there is free, by the way. Um, and so you can uh, tune into this webinar. And I, the reason you're going to want to, it's going to be a five-hour webinar from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday, the 25th of April. And it's going to have uh, the spokesperson for Werner von Braun, who invented the rocket, Adolf Hitler, speaking. Mm. We're going to have an interview from a senior U.S. senator who's now retired his son, who was on the Majority Intelligence Committee dealing with UFOs with George, with George Bush Sr. Wow. Um, we're going to have the chief cosmonaut trainer from Russia live from Moscow talking about what they know. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a senior retired military general from Russia mm -hmm. acknowledging that the uh, ETs, the extraterrestrial civilizations are real and that they're not hostile, and that we must keep weapons out of space. Uh, we're going to have uh, Daniel Sheehan, the, the renowned civil rights and constitutional attorney who did the Pentagon Papers and has been our advisor uh, for uh, 25 years or so. And we're going to also have uh, a photograph shown for the first time of a humanoid being being dissected Wow. Uh, at a military operation from the 1920s. We have uh, gotten this from the survivor, the grandchild uh, of uh, a woman who was at Roswell, but it was also present at the uh, original atomic bomb blast. And wow. it was in her personal belongings and was found recently. And it is astonishing to see this uh, person, this being, being dissected, and it is 25 years before the Roswell event. And uh, no one in the world, the only people who've seen this photograph, they just gave me permission to release it, have been in the briefing materials I put together for the last president and for this president, Biden. So this is going to be a quite an amazing thing for people to see. Um, and then we're also going to have uh, Paula Harris, who has been a dear friend and researcher uh, associate of mine since the 90s on a very explosive case that she and I've known about for about eight or nine years that is actually, I think, more significant than the Roswell crash that she has gathered the evidence that is going to be disclosed on April 25th, 
of this year um, on this webinar. So I hope people can join us. Uh, the, 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 that event is a fundraising event also for an emergency documentary that we're trying to create between now and about a month and a half, two months from now uh, to release that will be a uh, free video that will ask everyone and, and we'll give you a copy and put it on your site, yeah. no charge, um, because it will be basically an expose of this cosmic threat hoax. Mm -hmm. And we will actually also be showing at the webinar the models, the 3D models, as well as the diagrams and uh, illustrations of the man-made UFOs oh, yeah. that have been used to fake alien events. Wow. And this is astonishing stuff. This is the, the biggest expose we've ever done because we're basically pulling the curtain back mm -hmm. on what the intelligence community calls stagecraft. Mm. Where they stage events that the people think, oh, that was a, quote, alien craft. And it's actually our classified technologies doing things, mm. including abductions, mutilations, and uh, accidents that have been covered up. Yeah. One of the things we're going to have in this expose, which most people are astonished, they don't know this. Most people who've studied this subject know the very famous 1980 a uh, near crash landing event called the Cash Landrum case that happened outside Houston. And Betty Cash and, and other people were sprayed with nuclear material waste that made them, almost killed them. They were severely injured. And it turns out we have an Air Force intelligence officer who was the principal investigator of that accident, who we have on the record. And we also have the court documents from that event wow. that prove that it was a, now get this, this is how deep this water goes. Yeah. It was an extraterrestrial vehicle mm. that we had captured down and they couldn't get the energy system to work. Mm -hmm. So they rather stupidly put on a nuclear energy device, portable one that had a malfunction. And this thing was flown out of so-called Area 51, the Nevada test range, mm. to, and it was headed towards a base in Texas by four human, not alien, mm. pilots, mm. All, each of which were debriefed by this intelligence officer we have on videotape. Wow. And that ended up malfunctioning, and there were all these helicopters surrounding it. We actually have a, a very good uh, illustration of this from eyewitnesses. Mm -hmm. And as it was descending, it unfortunately sprayed this whole area outside Houston with uh, a nuclear waste. Mm -hmm. That case is also going to be presented mm -hmm. as an example of how even in a court lawsuit for the damages that these poor women suffered, mm -hmm. the government said, we don't know what this is. And we had no part in it. And the judge threw it out. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, this is the nuance. People listen carefully that the judge and the people called in to testify, mm -hmm. honestly, we're telling the truth mm -hmm. because the nature, if you go to Amazon and look at Unacknowledged, it's had 700 million people see it. Yeah. That document, most watched documentary in history, by the way, mm -hmm. it's, it's about unacknowledged special access projects. And this means they're so deep black that if you were to bring in the three-star general 
in charge of the Defense Intelligence Agency, mm-hmm. he could truthfully say under oath that he had no idea this happened. Right. That is how secret and compartmented UFO and extraterrestrial projects are. How do I know this? I personally briefed the three-star general, uh, Patrick Hughes, mm-hmm. who was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency uh, back some years ago, and he was completely denied access to all this information. Wow. So when, when these things happen, people say, well, how could the government's hiding this? I said, no, the illegal government is hiding it. The unconstitutional operations are hiding it. But the government of Joe Biden and most senators, there are a few devils in there who are actually on these covert programs. Mm-hmm. Most of the military, most of the CIA, I think your audience, Billy, knows more about this subject than they do, honestly. Yeah. And that is the nature of the secrecy. It actually is so tightly held that a case like this uh, could go to court and you could go to discovery and you get nothing. This, by the way, is why most FOIA, Freedom of Information Act requests, result in nothing. Because yeah. the receiving FOIA officer cannot penetrate an unacknowledged special access project. Right. Okay. They're unacknowledged, meaning that nobody outside that project is allowed to know that it even exists. Yeah. So this is part of the problem is that we're talking illegal secrecy. Mm-hmm. That is not only uh, these guys have an agenda to create this hoax threat from outer space. Yeah. And a lot of people ask me, when is this false flag happening? I said, it started in 1953. Mm-hmm. I have a document from the director of the CIA, wow. Smith, at that time, stating that they would use the UFO subject for it. And I'm quoting, it's psychological warfare value. Yeah. And so began the era of hoaxing UFO events, hoaxing alien events. Mm. They become more and more sophisticated. Now you and I and all your audience are living through the era where what Werner von Braun warned about on his deathbed to Carol Rosen, mm-hmm. that they would hoax this, and it's all a lie, this yeah. threat from outer space. And people say, why would they do that? And interestingly, uh, Luis Elizondo, who was the uh, guy who was with TTSA and all that crowd, mm-hmm. uh, he's a master disinformation agent from the Pentagon, by the way. Mm-hmm. He uh, admitted to Daniel Sheehan recently that they all know that the ETs are not hostile, but there's no way to get funding mm-hmm. for the war machine. That's right. For the contractors and the defense industry and grow it by trillions of dollars unless there's a scary thing from outer space for all of us to fight. Exactly. This is what's at stake. When I tell people that I have lived for 30 years watching this rollout, mm. where now it's gone from an outside group like TTSA that was putting out this narrative of an alien threat, mm. now is going straight through the government, out of the government, into the mainstream media, because they are about to pull the trigger on convincing people through fear. Yeah. And people think that the damage that's happened to our economy and freedoms from COVID have been bad. <laughs> Wait for this. So yeah. that's why if, if people wanna help us, by the way, everything we do are non-commercial. It's a crowdfunded documentary. You can go to ce5film.com and contribute. We're, 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 we have a goal we need to reach and I hope we surpass it because we also we're putting this out non-commercially, so there's no revenue from the from the effort, but we want to be able to engage in a big marketing effort just to let people know about it. 
And then we'll be asking folks like you and, and Demi Lovato and Danica Patrick and yeah. um, uh, Miley Cyrus, who are big supporters, all of them to put it on their site so that we can reach our goal yeah. is to reach a billion people with an expose of this hoax so that if they try to pull it in the next couple of months, mm-hmm. they won't because enough people are going to know it's a trick. Yeah, we'll know so it's not what true. our goal is, is to, to show what their trick is. Yeah, exactly. Expose it, kind of pull their card. Yes. Yeah. Neutralize exactly. it. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. That makes absolute sense. And I'm going to post all the links to all your projects underneath oh, video when, the, when it's aired. And also I'll be doing swipe ups in my stories on my social media accounts directly to your CE5 account, your, your uh, site, your serious website. Uh, so everybody will be able to get a hold of it. wherever this video shows up. Just look in the caption. Look for the links attached to this video. Uh, if you're watching this on Apple TV or, or Amazon Fire TV or, um, or Roku, uh, just you know, go to these websites with your mobile device and check them out and please contribute and please help us out because we want to get this word out to everybody. Yeah, people say, what's at stake here? I said, it's, it's about avoiding World War III. And yeah. be, I'm not being melodramatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to understand, I'm a serious guy. I deal with life and death as an emergency trauma guy. Yeah. And I have the meetings I have taken and that I've been in recently mm. and the things that I see that are going on, uh, it is extremely dangerous game that they're playing. Mm. Now, luckily, people in Russia, China, and I think about 122 other countries are ready to sign a, a treaty mm. to keep all weapons out of space. Yeah. And uh, so that we be, be able to make peaceful contact. Right now, you know, a lot of people say, well, what can I as an individual do where you can help us get the word out, tell your friends about this uh, webinar Mm -hmm. on April 25th. Um, We want to have a lot of people in there. But also we have a initiative. And if you get on Amazon Prime and a lot of other sites, there's a movie called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And that's when humans make peaceful contact with the ETs directly. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, that's how I got involved. I mean, my first involvement wasn't disclosure. Mm-hmm. Disclosure project happened because we started an initiative using higher states of consciousness and meditation, mm-hmm. interfacing and remote viewing ET craft and making contact mm-hmm. and inviting them to interact with us, but within the ethical world of peaceful contact as opposed to materialistically trying to get something from them or xenophobically or i call it exo racism to be honest right. with you yeah. trying to view them and i i think really you know let's talk about this and you're african-american i in high school i had an african-american girlfriend mm-hmm. so much of what has been put out to the public on the et issue yeah. is about this race being good this one's bad and you'll always notice the ones that look like they're from norway Right. Or the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that look a little not like yeah. white folk. Right. Those are the bad ones. Right. I'm telling people, let's just take the mask off. Yeah. This is I, I call it exo racism. Right. And, and it is what they're trying to do is utilize our tendency mm-hmm. to fight with each other over yeah. race, sexual orientation, gender, religion, right. mm-hmm. one group. Uh, want capitalism versus so they're exploiting that on a yeah. cosmic scale yeah cosmic i've known this for years it, yeah. it's totally racist yeah 
It is. It absolutely is. They're using yeah. that same old divide and conquer tactic from eons ago, just yeah. propagating it now to this current era. And now, yeah. like you said, making us think these aliens or every single one of them are going to come here to destroy us, eat us, you know, use uh, these old fashioned laser beam weapons to, to kill us one at a time. I mean, <laughs> if they were going to kill us, they're so far advanced, we wouldn't even know we were going to be killed. No. You know, they're not going to come down here with guns ablaze and all the stuff you see in the movies. And, you know, it's just ridiculous. It makes for a great movie. It's a yeah. thriller, but it's all rubbish. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. now the other part of it, to get a little more deeply into this, a lot of what's happening that's being reported as extraterrestrial is an extraterrestrial or human. Mm. It's interdimensional. It's, it's mm. beings from other dimensions. Wow. Now, one of the things I almost never talk about, I suspect your audience is sophisticated enough to understand this. Yeah. Uh, I was at a meeting with an engineer who had was working in the uh, cube, it's called yeah. the Lockheed Skunk Works uh, underneath the desert in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lockheed Skunk Works are the very you know high-end top secret aerospace engineering mm-hmm. facility. And they had technologies, this was quite some years ago, where they could hook people up to a headset mm. and have them connect to another dimension, not another planet and not another place on this planet, another dimension mm. and bring something that would be like a monster or something that looked like from the ninth ring of hell out of that dimension into the lab and wow. they start running around. Now this sounds like science fiction as something out of stranger things or something. It isn't. So this has also been deployed to set up uh, what the Pentagon calls a deceptive vindication and warning or a false flag. And this is why I warn people, um, the vast majority of information out there in the UFO domain Mm -hmm. has been curated and pushed forward in algorithms on the internet, but also through media, movies, what have you, TV shows and documentaries, most of them, with a mixture of facts and deliberate disinformation mm. that has been picked, cherry-picked, the way Cheney picked, cherry-picked uh, intelligence to get us into the Iraq war under false pretenses. Exactly. Um, and that's what's being done. And it started in the 50s. Mm. This is not something that started recently. Unfortunately, we've all sort of been mentally colonized yeah. with this these terrifying images. You know, a lot everyone's heard of animal mutilations, cattle yeah. mutilations. Well, the main guy who did the early research on Snippy the horse, the first one that was ever discovered in the late 60s in Colorado, outside Denver, mm-hmm. uh, was on my team for years. He was a medical doctor like myself, very, very smart, uh, top drawer, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. John Altshuler. And he discovered that the there were clandestine paramilitary operations using extremely advanced technologies wow. that were doing those but making it look like aliens did it. Wow. Now, that's why I've known that since the early 90s. He, uh, all of his research was taken by ufologists, mm. for lack of a better word, turned into the alien harvest, <laughs> you know, sort of okay. zeitgeist. Wow. Uh, and it's all been done by humans. I, I actually interviewed a, uh, a, a cattle rancher who had a quarter of a million acres in northern New Mexico mm-hmm. near Dulce. And he had so many of his cattle being mutilated and vivisected. 
alive. Damn. And he was wealthy enough. He set his own team out there with high-tech instruments and nightscopes. Wow. And they caught red-handed these paramilitary human operations doing it mm. and then leaving the remains, letting the UFO community and the media and the History Channel, et cetera, reported as alien mutilations. Mm. This is what I know this is shocking to your audience, yeah. but it's time for childhood's end here. People yeah. have got to wake up to how sophisticated the people who want endless war, yeah. they want endless war. But you can't have endless war on this planet because we're running out of enemies, right? Yeah. That are big enough. They're yep. trying to and have had a 60-year a plan to create a war from outside the planet. Right. But to do that, remember what Hitler had to do to get his people to fall in line. He had to create the blood libel and all the false stuff about a superior race yeah. and all the things about Jews eating the Gentiles on Passover and all the things about gay people and all. So that's how he got away with it. He did this psychological conditioning. Yeah. Unfortunately, the entire planet and particularly UFO, people who study UFO subject have been colonized by this false information for 70, 65, 70 years. Yeah. And so I love that song. There's a group called In Vogue. It's an old song. It says, free your mind. I mean, right. it's so great. I said, I ought to play that song at every one of my presentations because people got to free their minds right. <laughs> of whatever you think you know on this subject yeah. because there's so much of it. Mm -hmm. Now, the ultimate solution, and this is what's beautiful. Mm. You're awake. Yeah. I'm awake. Mm -hmm. And as, as the founder of quantum mechanics said, the total number of minds in the universe, Erwin Schrodinger, That's is right. one. It's That's a singularity. Right. That's right. And it's true. And, and it's literally true on a scientific level. Yeah. So we can experience that state of the consciousness field, mm -hmm. make contact with these ET civilizations and communicate and see them, bring them in as it were yeah. directly. Right. And so if, if there's an app, actually it's been the number one app in the world for 12 months. Mm. It's called CE5 Contact. And it's an entire training program for all everyone listening mm -hmm. to go through and learn how to do the remote view and to set up close encounters of the fifth kind, CE5 contact, which is your friends or neighbors or whoever. Right. And now we have uh, like a million people doing it all Beautiful. over the world. Beautiful. So um, uh, it's very exciting. And so people say, well, what difference does that make? Here's the big difference. You know, that 1% effect, they used to call it the Maharishi effect. Mm -hmm. When about 1% of the public start meditating mm -hmm. and become coherent, and yeah. positive, it will shift the other 99% right. who don't even know you're doing it. Yep. You know, they sent meditators into places. I was involved back then with this because mm. I was a meditation teacher before I was a medical doctor. Okay. I went all over the world teaching meditation and Louise Hay was someone I taught and a lot of people. Nice. And from Hay House. And what you find is that if you put like 1%, like if you live in a town of 200,000 people, Mm -hmm. If you put 2,000 people in there meditating, yeah. crime rates go down, emergency room visits go down, mm -hmm. negativity goes down. Mm -hmm. And it's those other 99% of the population don't even know they're in town. Right. It can be done quietly. So yeah. when enough of us do meditation positively, but also CE5 contact, yeah. that's what the ETs are waiting for. 
Mm-hmm. They're waiting for humans with a critical mass mm-hmm. to reach out to them peacefully yeah. because all they're getting right now is a false portrayal of them, but also being shot at. Right. By the way, all these ET craft you hear that we've gotten, mm-hmm. they didn't come here from light years away in space and couldn't navigate the New Mexico desert. They have been shot down. Shot down. Electronic weapons. Scalar so, weapons and everything else. Absolutely. All yeah. these. And so what they are wanting, and this is it's urgent. What I'm saying here is urgent. Mm-hmm. We need to show another face of humanity. Right. Your face, my face, all your listeners who are enlightened, informed. Mm-hmm. And what this app does is called CE5 Contact. If you put it in your Google or your uh, iPhone uh, yeah. app store, it'll come up. It actually takes you through all that process, how to form a team, what equipment you need. Mm. And so we're for, we're encouraging people to form these teams and just bypass the government. Yeah. Bypass, just say bye. See ya. Yeah. We're going to do it. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> and it. You know what? If, yeah. if, if we, the people lead, the leaders will have to follow. Exactly. Well, they work for us anyway. Well, we keep letting them fool us thinking that we're working for them. We're supposed to tell them what to do and they're supposed to listen to us, but we've exactly. relinquished our power to them. Well, who they really listen to are the people giving them lots of money. Yeah, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you right. know, I don't have. You know, I mean, I'm not someone who can like, you know, spread millions of dollars around to the various parties and candidates, but the people who can spend billions right. do. And, you know, it's like they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. Yeah, that's right. That's true. big oil, big defense contractors, lobbyists, big, yeah. big tech, you know. So, you know, we're going to have to find a way in, in a world to keep it free. Yeah. Uh, but one of the ways we do it is in coming together in, in, these, in, in consciousness mm-hmm. and then begin to meditate and develop higher states of consciousness. Yeah. And that's how we avoid the disaster of civilizations that have been on this planet before us that have vanished. I mean, you, you've done great work on this, by the way, you know, the the Vimanas and the Vedas. Yeah. And uh, there are whole civilizations that have been on this planet. Yeah. That for which we have no official, official record of. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's really amazing when I look at, um, you know, the disclosure project and how it's helping to push forward. Now this phenomenal app, you have this CE five app, because in my estimate, I'm thinking if we don't, uh, we meaning mankind, the 7.7 billion people that's being ruled by the hundred whatever families, if the 7.7 billion don't get to a certain level at some point within the next 25 to 35 years, I think that, you know, we could be facing some serious issues. It's, we're getting to the precipice, in my opinion, where we've got to really make this power shift at some point within this time period. Well, it's actually... a within 15 years i'll Mm. give you a date 2036 Mm. if we don't get this fixed and i mean not just beginning to fix it Mm -hmm. but i mean establish peace globally and peace in space Mm -hmm. which is without peace there's no security there's no future Mm -hmm. and justice so let's talk about justice for a minute yeah you can't have seven eight billion people living on a planet using the zero-sum game Right. of the petrodollar system, oil, gas, coal, and, and public utilities. Right. This is why if you go to Africa, India, a lot of Asia, South America, mm-hmm. there's so much poverty because energy and the transmission system to get it to people yeah. is so expensive mm-hmm. that it locks about 48% of the world's population yeah. still doesn't have indoor plumbing. Yeah. Why? It's because 
the people who control the current system mm-hmm. don't want free zero point energy out and anti-gravity technology out and all this because they're not, you know, if you look at like, if you have a suburban or some big vehicle, yeah. the engine in there is worth about 5,000 bucks or something really. Mm-hmm. That right. engine's going to use forty, fifty thousand dollars in 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 gasoline. Yeah, over over its lifetime. Uh-huh. That's where the money is. Yep. It's in the supply line. And when you bring out these new technologies, you're basically saying goodbye to the hundreds of trillions of dollars mm-hmm. in assets in oil, gas, and coal, and, and public utilities, and yeah. eventually highways. We don't need the highways if we have anti grav. Exactly. which we have had since October, 1954. I'll give you a date, hmm. October, 1954. That's when we mastered gravity control. Hmm. Wow. Very classified, what I just told you. Hmm. So that means this is the, the and the, the other part of the project that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we talked about disclosure, talked about contact. The other part's the big one that, that is yet to be fulfilled is what I call the uh, open sourcing mm. of these technologies. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So yeah. I'm trying to raise a 50 to $100 million. Certainly, I don't have that. I mean, you know, I'm a retired doctor. I don't have that kind of re- resources. Yeah. But the public does coming together. Or maybe someone said I should do some, what do they call them now? NFTs and try NFT. to get, do a yeah. fundraiser. But right. the reason that's, in, that's, yeah, I need help with all this because I'm like, I'm really good with chest tubes and ventilators and right. this digital stuff. Forget about it, brother. I don't know anything. Uh, I'm the dumbest person you'll ever meet with that stuff. But um, I'll admit that. But uh, this sort of t- approach, the reason it's got to be done that way. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I know who have died mm. or had their technologies confiscated through yeah. what are called national security orders mm-hmm. um, because they were trying to develop these technologies quietly and privately or to monetize them right it has to be what we call open source like it has to be that's the only way to survive it you can't otherwise you're a dead man i mean i I, there was a team of a whole bunch of engineers that acquired all of stan myers uh wow the water and my group was supposed to get it but we didn't have enough money wow this engineering group came in and got it every single one of them have been assassinated all of them and this happened recently, not long ago. So I'm telling you, we know how this has to be done. And, and if it isn't done properly, mm-hmm. um, the team working on it won't survive it. So my idea is that you you have an R&D effort. Yeah. The lab is literally live streamed mm-hmm. and is being cached, saved on blockchain servers. Right. And any breakthrough that happens, the whole world gets for free. Right. And it is dispersed. Because mm-hmm. if you're sitting on it, here's the problem. And if anyone's listening or has this technology, if you have it, the intelligence community knows you have it. I don't yep. care who you think you are. They know. <laughs> At the instant you begin to try to move it out, mm-hmm. they're going to intercept it. They're going to seize it. And if you're lucky, yep. or they will give you a lot of money, 10 times, a thousand times what you put into it, but mm-hmm. then they're going to put it on a black shelf. Yeah. They're going to sequester it. Right. They don't care if they've spent a billion dollars on technology. They'll still put it on black shelf because they're trying to protect $800 trillion in assets. Exactly. See? All right. So people who have these technologies need to contact us because mm-hmm. I now have people on my team. I won't say who they are that we'll just, we can give you enough funds 
if you will let us do this properly. Mm -hmm. And properly means no holdbacks, no intellectual property, no patent, mm -hmm. and a massive disclosure of it. Because I will have William Shatner and Demi Lovato and these people running their house and car on this thing. Mm -hmm. So even if CBS News won't cover it, 500 million people will know about it. Exactly. There, done. <laughs> so we have the ability to do that. My group now has the ability to do that. Um, but we need someone that has either an operating technology or we need to get a research and development fund put together mm -hmm. so that we can do it and, and do it in a way that's completely open, but also continuously live streamed. Mm -hmm. And this is something, you know, most people do. If you look at a new iPhone or any technology, it, the, the secrecy around that is more than the B2 stealth bomber. Really? I mean, they they keep it very secret. Yeah. Software programs, all of it, except GitHub. Mm -hmm. But that's what we need to do. If we're going to do this in enough time to avoid a biosphere collapse yeah. uh, and to also to create social justice. Mm -hmm. I mean, how are you going to have social justice with yeah. the zero sum game where there's a relatively handful of privileged people in the developed world and the rest of the world are in terrible poverty? Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's half the planet, by the way. So mm -hmm. the only way we're going to fix that, it ain't going to be. Uh, well, windmills and solar farms no. <laughs> are not going to fix that problem soon enough. It's, it's no. okay. I have a big solar farm here at my country house out in Virginia near uh, Charlottesville. But to really get it practically to fix the planet, we need these new high-tech physics and technologies. Yeah. Everybody's power supply should be right at their property. Yeah. And it should be unlimited. Unlimited. Period. Yeah. Well, so Tesla called it infinite energy. That's it. Absolutely. Yep. That's where it needs to go. It's and, where it needs uh, to go. It's got to go. Got to yeah. do it. That's really why, you know, this, you know, so everybody listening, this is really important, guys. This is one, probably one of my most important podcasts that I've ever done. If you're watching this on TV, if you're watching this on YouTube or, my, or any other or, or Dr. Greer's platform, wherever it's at, uh, you know, go to these websites, get the apps, go to these websites, find a way, find a way to contribute, find a way to assist and help. Uh, if you do know people with technology or developing technologies, uh, please introduce them to us, introduce them to Dr. Greer. Let's see if we can get this stuff out the right way and the proper way uh, so that we can really, you know, expose these uh, these technologies to the people that really need them, which are the, the world citizens. Needs it. World. And, and the earth, the earth, you know, the earth is a conscious living being. That's Jeez, right. I've actually had an experience where I actually experienced the earth as an awake, conscious living being. Yeah. And she's suffering under the weight of all of us living foolishly when there's, I call this the lost century. There's been a hundred years mm -hmm. of forbidden, hidden technologies yeah. and sciences from before Tesla, actually. Oh, yeah. That Absolutely. needs to come out. Yeah. And, and we need to do it. We need to stand up to these, I call them the petro fascists mm -hmm. and the petrodollar fascists and the, the, all these cartels because. If we don't, we're not going to make it. I mean, I'm, I'm expecting my 11th grandchild this year. What yeah. kind of world are we living for, leaving for them? You know? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, my grandchildren, my future uh, prosperity. And it's like, okay, the earth is a sentient conscious being. And I think the earth has been extremely empathetic to mankind and allowed us to continue on this path. But for how long? People don't realize this earth can cleanse itself whenever it's ready. Yes. You know, the old saying, the earth shall cast off her burden. That's right. 
And what's the burden? It is not the squirrels or the trees or the dolphins. <laughs> it's humans living foolishly and selfishly yeah. and also fighting with each other. And, you know, I have to say a lot of what's happening in our society yeah. and that's been going on for a long time is that demagogues who want to have power mm -hmm. set people off against each other. Yeah. And while people are fighting, they're doing these nasty things, robbing you out the back door. That's right. And that's a lot of what goes on in politics and religion and what have you. Yeah. And I think we have to, you know, I, when I, I was the first time I was on a, a set with uh, uh, there's a singer named Demi Lovato. And I, we got into this discussion. And I said, yes. So, and, and it's terrible what's happening. All the different racism and division. Yeah. I said, but what's the color of consciousness? Mm. What's the color? What's the gender of pure consciousness? Hmm. What's the sexual orientation of pure consciousness? What's the religious ideology? What's the economic system? I said, it transcends all that. Yes. And if we can begin to experience this universal aspect of ourselves, mm -hmm. um, then we're all going to realize that not only are all humans, brothers and sisters, right. all sentient life in the universe Mm -hmm. our brothers and sisters exactly. because it's a singularity yeah. of consciousness phasing as us as yeah. this world is beautiful and that's why when people do the ce5 contact when they get that app it takes you through and people we've had truck drivers in croatia mm. do that process and stop at a you know overload just to rest by the roadside in the mountains that have had a, an et ship materialize over their cab and come over and make contact with them. We have reports of this. Wow. It really does work. And the reason that's important is that what the ETs are doing when they do something like that, yeah. they're saying, this is what we want humans to come together and do. Mm -hmm. and, and do it, you know, you don't have to have a billion dollars worth of radio telescopes. Right. You've got to have a pure heart, yeah. a clear mind, and understand that the mind, your consciousness and mind together if you go on a deep level beyond our egos, mm -hmm. is this single point of unbounded, infinite consciousness. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. what's beautiful. Yeah. And, and through that, we can, we can make a new world. Yes, I agree a thousand percent. I tell people all the time, when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. And when you're talking to me, you're talking to yourself. Yes. Mine's yes. had a famous saying, in la kek la kin, I am another you. Yes. Ancient yes. wisdom. This is ancient knowledge. This is not new age stuff that we're talking. This is oh, ancient. ancient. Yes. And all civilizations have known this, what we call primitive. I go, yeah, well, who's primitive? Uh, be us. Uh, but, you know, I'm my, my, my grandmother, my dad's side was uh, Cherokee, Native American. Hmm. And um, there's a big tradition of, of star people and understanding this uh, in Native cultures hmm. uh, and the oneness that that entails. It's quite beautiful. And also, you know, it's sometime we, if we could do a show sometime about, I know you do a lot with ancient, um, you know, archaeology and things. I have a huge amount of information from a CIA source on that that'll blow your mind. It's just like, oh, my God. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, some stuff that's been acquired um, that I've been briefed on. This guy holds a very high clearance, works in a skiff underground facility near uh, Huntsville, nice. uh, Alabama Space Flight Center. But um, yeah, you're on the right path with that, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Look, I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to it. We're coming to the end of this segment, but I want you to tell everybody again exactly what websites you have, where they can find you, how they can contribute and participate in your efforts for disclosure. Yes. So the, uh, the app, you can get at your app store, CE5 Contact, 
the name of it. And uh, the crowdfunding we're doing for this emergency documentary, trying to prevent World War III, is uh, ce5film.com. Uh, that's the crowdfunding. And the main website we have where you can find out about this webinar on April 25th, it's going to be, I call it Disclosure 2.0, is a serious disclosure.com, S-I-R-I-U-S disclosure.com. And uh, I have several hundred videos and about 70 top secret military guys on my YouTube channel. So if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, you can see all that information as well. Fantastic. I'm going to put all these links up, promote this. I'll be there on the 25th myself as well. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, great. Oh, I wish you could come in person. It'd be so much fun. Oh, man, I wish I could. I have a, a special guest coming in town to do some shows. I'm filming a couple of shows down here in Florida. Yeah. I would have been great to just hop on a plane and go there. Um, we'll get together the- in Florida sometime. I get there uh, every, oh, several yeah. times a year. Oh, yeah, we have to do it, man. We have to do one in person. This is great stuff, man. Maybe, maybe we'll do the archaeology one in person. We'll talk in person. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, there's so much material that we acquired on that, and uh, okay. including a former Secretary General of the United Nations. Wow, that I is that I was close with, who told me all about what they found underneath the Sphinx. I'll hmm. tease people with that. That's amazing. Oh, man, <laughs> it all got confiscated by the CIA, but it's like really amazing. Oh, this is going to be great stuff, guys. So listen, tune in for a lot more. Thank you, Dr. Gray. I'm looking forward to seeing you in just a few short weeks in Colorado. Yes. As a matter of fact, yes. Thank yeah. you very much for your help. I appreciate it. Thank you. So all we'll right. see you soon, everybody. Again, another great episode of Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. Please share this, show this to everyone, your family, your friends, people who say they want to learn more about, you know, this alternative media. Well, we've got a great source here, okay? Forbidden Knowledge TV. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right. One year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.